Mother's Day is this Sunday. And it's my stepdaughter's first. That led me to remember my first with Ms. Nima Becky Rosensfit and I realized I'd never even heard of chronic kidney disease then. But what if I had and I wanted to have a baby? What would I have to know? That got me going. I know I blogged about this topic in February of this year, but I wanted to see if there was enough information for a part 2 to that blog. But, first, let's take a look at how pregnancy affects the kidneys in a non-CKD woman. The U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health at https colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash articles slash pmc 4089195 slash helpful here. GFR rises early to a peak of 40% to 50% that of pre-pregnancy levels, resulting in lower levels of serum creatinine, urea, and uric acid. There is a net gain of sodium and potassium, but a greater retention of water, with gains of up to 1.6 liters. Through effects of progesterone and alterations in ROS, the systemic vascular resistance falls, leading to lower blood pressure and an increased RPF. You may need a reminder of some of these terms. Let's see if what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease has their definitions. Aha! There are potassium and creatinine. Creatinine is, a compound released by voluntary muscle contraction. It tells the body to repair itself and grow stronger. Potassium, one of the electrolytes, important because it counteracts sodium's effect on blood pressure. Why is this counteraction important you ask? This tidbit from Slow It Down CKD 2011 explains. Then I found this in brighthub.com's February 13th article The Importance of the Potassium and Sodium Balance. When there is potassium and sodium balance, cells, nerves and muscles can all function smoothly. With an imbalance, which is almost always due to both an excess of sodium, and a deficiency of potassium, a set of reactions occurs leading to high blood pressure and unnecessary strain on blood vessels, the heart and the kidneys. Research has shown that there is a direct link between chronic levels of low potassium and kidney disease, lung disorders, hypertension and stroke. And urea? The newly published Slow It Down CKD 2017 contains this information. HTTP colon slash slash www.patient.co.uk slash health slash routine kidney function blood test has the simplest explanation. Urea is a waste product formed from the breakdown of proteins. Urea is usually passed out in the urine. A high blood level of urea, uremia, indicates that the kidneys may not be working properly or that you are dehydrated, have low body water content. It's probably common knowledge that serum means in the blood rather than urine and that uric acid is the waste that remains when your body's cells die. What baffled me was ROS and RPP. It turns out that ROS is renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system which, while interesting, would simply take too long to explain for this blog's purpose. RPF is renal plasma flow. I love words, but this was getting to be a bit much for even me. I wanted to get to CKD and pregnancy. So let's do that. Let's say I needed more reassurance that I could have a baby even though I had CKD. I felt like I found just that when I discovered rare renal at http colon slash slash rarerenal.org slash patient information slash pregnancy and chronic kidney disease patient information slash and what they had to say about pregnancy and CKD. Good antenatal care from the earliest stages of pregnancy improves outcomes generally. This is particularly true for women with CKD. Planning for pregnancy allows women with CKD to get pregnant at the right time, while on the right medications and in the best possible health. To achieve this all women with significant CKD should receive pre-pregnancy advice so that they can assess the potential risk and to ensure that everything is in place to minimize it. These are the key things to think about before getting pregnant. 
When should a woman with CKD get pregnant? This depends on the nature of the kidney disease. In general if a woman's kidney function is likely to get worse over time it is better to plan the pregnancy sooner rather than later while function is still good. On the other hand, for a kidney disease that flares up and then settles down, such as lupus nephritis, it is better to wait until the flare has settled for at least 6 months. Other factors to take into account are a woman's age and fertility. They may have had drugs in the past to treat a kidney condition that can impair fertility, for example cyclophosphamide. If so they may need to take advice on whether this is an additional problem. Should she get pregnant at all? There are very few women these days who are advised not to get pregnant. Even then it is always up to the woman, and her partner, whether to take the risk. It is much better to be forewarned of the possible problems and to discuss these in advance. Will she need extra medicines when she's pregnant? Women trying to get pregnant should start taking the vitamin folic acid to reduce the chance of their baby having spina bifida, an abnormality of the spinal cord. The normal dose of folic acid is 400 micrograms per day and can be bought over the counter. However, if the folate level is low or a patient is on the drug azathioprine which affects the way folic acid works, the dose of 5 milligrams daily may be prescribed. No other over-the-counter vitamins are required unless specifically advised by a doctor or midwife. All pregnant patients should avoid additional supplements of vitamin A. If vitamin D levels are low GPs will advise correction with high-dose prescribed vitamin D, also known as colocalciferol. Women with kidney diseases are at higher risk of preeclampsia. Aspirin lowers the risk of preeclampsia, and women with CKD are usually offered a low-dose aspirin, 75 mg once daily, throughout pregnancy unless there are specific reasons not to take it for example they are allergic to aspirin. Pregnant women with a high level of protein in their urine have an increased risk of developing blood clots, thrombosis. This can be reduced by small daily injections of low molecular weight heparin. Heparin reduces the way the blood clots. Both pregnancy and CKD can cause a low blood count, anemia. When combined, anemia can be more of a problem. Iron tablets or injections may be used and some women need to take the hormone erythropoietin, EPO, as a weekly or monthly injection to overcome the anemia. Blood transfusions are usually avoided in pregnancy. Pregnancy alters the control of sugar, glucose, in the body. This may be worse for patients on steroids, for example prednisolone, those from an Asian or African background, or who are overweight. Patients may develop a condition called gestational diabetes, diabetes caused by pregnancy, and require treatment with insulin. How very reassuring. I'm ready. I mean are you ready to have your baby? Until next week. Keep living your life.